everybody. Welcome to today and welcome to Death Valley Girls Podcast. I'm Bonnie and I talk to heroes about what excites them. We also talk about the supernatural. This week's episode, we have my old roommate, Sean Solomon. Sean is one of the hardest working artists I've ever met. When we lived together, he made music, animation, or art literally all day, every day. He's so cool. And he is in a band called Moaning, and they're on Sub Pop. Please welcome to your head and heart, Sean Solomon. Hi. Hi, Bonnie. I miss you. I miss you. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good. Is that a real window in the back or a painting? That's a, it's a fake window. It's from our uh, Moaning's first album cover. That's what I thought. It's really good. Zoom, it makes it especially like hard to tell. Yeah, you can see my hand. It's like, it's a mirror. It's a trick. Wait, I feel like I never saw that. Yeah, I don't know. I think maybe you were on tour, I think, when we were putting it together. I'm I remember assuming. the other one. No. I don't know what you remember, but that's okay. Is that the yeah. one that was hanging in the backyard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was hanging. I think I was gone. I, that was such a cool <laughs> record cover. Cool. Thanks, Bonnie. <laughs> Congratulations on that. Yeah. Um. So this is your new house? This is my new house, yeah. Where's Mr. Maggie? Mr. Maggie's in the other room. What's uh, he doing? Uh... And he's like screaming and running around. Really? He was screaming earlier. Uh, he was looking out the window at the birds. You know, cats <laughs> screaming out. at them. Yeah, he was screaming. Your new goes, ah! your new place looks sick. It's it's pretty cool. It's a little back house. I live behind another family. Are you friends with the family? Uh, sort of, you know, like from six feet away and in, in mass. Oh, yeah. You know, so. Do, do they, are they taking, uh, the virus seriously? It seems like it, you know, there's, uh, there's, there's like eight or nine of them. There's a lot of people in this family. Oh, cool. So it's like, uh. Do you have little graphs of their comings and goings, each of them? Yeah. I do. I, wa- I look through the window and make With sure. With your binoculars? Yes. No, I like run. I like run by them. I try and have as little, you know, <laughs> physical, you know, interaction with them. But I hope that when this pandemic is uh, less insane, that I'll be able to hang out and go to their barbecues and stuff. Cause Aww, they seem nice. That's so sweet. Yeah. I forgot you haven't been there without uh, the pandemic. No. Because we live together. It's true. <laughs> That's so weird. So we used to live together until almost a year ago. I know. It feels like... It feel, I actually went to our old house to pick up mail. Uh-huh. And every time I go there, I like I forget that I don't live there. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'll just go in my room now and fall asleep. You can't do that. I can't do it. There's someone else in there. There's a someone else for sure. There's a someone else in my room too. I know. I feel like I saw, I saw that when I was a gentleman. Yeah. A gentleman, uh, living in my room. But you still have, is still your room. It's still my room. Uh, for all intents and purposes. And quite literally, I didn't, I didn't know I was leaving for this long. So it's like, I barely, I, you know, me, I took all my magazines and my musical equipment. Yeah. Cause I figured that's all I would need for the next two months of my life. But sadly, I've not, uh, I've not done as much collaging as I would have hoped one would do while stuck at home for a year. Um, yeah. I've done some. I don't want to lie. I've done some, um, but not nearly enough. Uh, but I have to do some today because we uh, are putting reissuing an album and we have oh. to put new art. Um, what what's up with Cha? What's up with uh, moaning? Uh, that's a great question. We've been. Uh, well, Pascal actually got COVID. What? Yeah. When? Do you want to talk about this? Uh, I mean, it's not that interesting. Uh, okay. Pascal's, Pascal's fine now. 
What? How long did he have it for? Uh, I think it lasted a couple weeks, but poor like, Pasky. Yeah, I know. So anyone can get it. <laughs> Turns out. <laughs> did you think you guys were special because you were the king of the smell? <laughs> um, no, just Pascal didn't go anywhere or do anything. So I really actually, like. He was like one of the few people I've seen. Like, I don't see anybody, but I was like, oh, Pascal's safe, you know? So yeah. now I'm even more afraid of everybody. But, uh. People are scary. Well, yeah, the band is mostly just. We're just like writing songs on our own, and we're. Pa- I like. We started passing things back and forth through Cute. the computer. Yeah. Well, you, but, if anyone can do it, you guys can. Like, you guys yeah, know how to use computer. We're everyone. Computer people. We're computer people. Uh, Pascal especially is a computer com- computer computer, <laughs> computer people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pas- Pascal They're- went to school for computer music. Oh, really? Yeah, music technology at CalArts. So that's the most futuristic uh, major I've ever heard. Yeah, you have to wear goggles and <laughs> stuff like that, or like tiny Matrix sunglasses. Or <laughs> Oh my god, I forgot about those. Wow. Yeah. There's so much to look forward to when we're allowed to go back out and go shopping. Can you show me your shirt again? Yeah, I've got this is my shirt I wore for Bonnie. It's like <laughs> okay. three pumpkins and a witch. I don't know. I relate to I relate to this one the most. Really? And then and then this is my cup. I picked this cup for you too. Oh, I love it. Yeah, and then I, I, I also have a sparkling water. I have two beverages. Okay. Yeah. Is that is that how you do? Yeah. You're a double downer. I'm a du- I'm a double beverage guy. Uh, that's so cool. Um, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Okay. Um, I how long did I know you for? When we lived, wow. how long do we live together for? Like, we lived together for a long time. Yeah, like, like six years or something. Six years. Um, and you, not so recently, but recently, if you don't count the year of coronavirus, became sober. Yeah. A sober human being. Yeah, that was like uh, over two years ago. Um, do, can you talk a little bit about that? Like, yeah. I can narrow it down. I can narrow it down. But I just think it's super cool that you without like a rock bottom or such just was like, Oh, my life would be improved if I did this thing. Can you talk about that? Totally. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, there's like a bunch of language around sobriety where people think you have to do it a certain way. Like you have to believe in God or something. You know what I mean? Like there's all these different people that have these different theories on it, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. For me, it was like, I guess I had some like things that could be counted as rock bottoms, but I didn't pay attention to them. You know, I think everyone, everyone in music has shitty days, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I like, you know, when I was a kid, when I was like really young, like uh, 15, I went to a psych ward because of We drugs. went to the same one. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, there you go. It's a rite <laughs> of passage. Yeah. Um. So, so Maybe that we should would, go back there together. Not I, like it was nice. Yeah, I was comfortable. The food was good. The people were really nice. Um, I liked it kind of too. It's comfortable. Yeah, it was okay. quite the experience, and a lot of uh, you know, talk about wacky roommates. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, <laughs> totally. Um, but yeah, I met some people. I mean, I met like artists and stuff there. I mean, it's a pretty common, normal thing. I mean, I I started to talk about it more because I'm like. Because when I was a kid, I felt so weird. And then when I got older, like, everyone goes... Everyone, unless you're, like... Unless you haven't gone yet. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you're probably going to go to a, you know, go to a psych ward. Or or they, like, uh, you know, were smart enough to start therapy early or do something to prevent it. But Those are the two options, for sure. Yeah, everyone has the capacity (laughs) to lose their mind. But for me, it was drug-induced, you know, and... uh, And then, so that should have been a rock bottom. And then I had another experience, like, later, like, more recently to my, me deciding to be sober. I was, like, I was on, I was in Amsterdam, of course, and (laughs) it was my 27th birthday. And uh, whatever happened that led me to this situation, I woke up on the floor 
with a bunch of concerned Ukrainian heavy metal musicians. Really? Yeah. I don't remember this tale. Yeah, I don't think I told you about it. But I've had like a few oh. different experiences where I'm like, oh, maybe I'm like doing too you much. You got too that. wasted? Yeah. Well, it was like a combination of things. You know what I mean? It's like mushrooms and, you know. The mushrooms? Yeah. Well, you're in Amsterdam. So they're not even called mushrooms. They're called like. Uh, Cookies. Yeah, like something else. It was like that. And then something else. There was like a few different things that I part, you know, was, I was celebrating my birthday. And then I was with these, these, you know, these Ukrainian guys. It was, just, it was actually, it's kind of a funny, uh, or it's not funny, it's horrible. But, you know, I, I think at that point, I, you know, I had fell down and I, you know, I could have, you know, I like blacked out and woke up. And that was like, that should have been a rock bottom. It wasn't, you know what I mean? There was a lot of different, experiences I had, but really what it was, was just like, I was like, uh, feeling like depressed and like angry and moody. And then I, and then I thought, what if I, like, I have to be sober to find out why I'm feeling this way. That's amazing. And then when I got sober, I was like, Oh, I think I'm feeling this way because I'm like stoned or drunk and confused all the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, that's yeah, but it's been wonderful. cool. I definitely, I definitely have a weird relationship with it. I'm like, it's like interesting. I was actually thinking about this talking to you, like, because I feel like you know you like ghosts and UFOs and all this stuff. And <laughs> I, something with my sobriety is like I, I've been coming to terms with the fact that I, I'm like not spiritual. <laughs> I'm like not, you know, a lot of sober people they get into meditation and like doing all this stuff, and I've tried to do that, but I like. I realized that it's not necessarily what I'm about and that's okay. That is okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're one of the um, hardest working people I know. And I think I was kind of scared when you stopped doing drugs that uh, (laughs) your work ethic might've been related to your being stoned. I think a lot of people have that fear for themselves. uh, Yeah. If you get sober, you're not going to be as productive, but I mean, you're like a, like a 12 hour day working dude, like you work yeah. so hard. And so it was amazing that you didn't have that. That had nothing to do with it. It, it really was yeah. just a mood shifter for you, not a um, inspiration or, you know? Yeah. I thought that kind of stuff, but it's actually like, uh, it's the opposite. You know what I mean? Like being sober, you can, uh, you can sort of manage your time better. And like, I've been like really into this, like being really creative without a sensor, you know what I mean? Like making a lot of crap. Yeah. That's amazing. Like writing bad music or like writing bad, (laughs) like making a lot of bad stuff so that you can later like edit it. That's so smart. I think think you need to kind of be sober to have that like editing ability. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause like create creativity. I've been trying to have fun, you know, like I'm just going to make stuff for fun and not worry where it goes. Wow, And then later I put on a different hat where I'm like, okay, now I'm going to edit this so that if I show anyone, I'm not embarrassed of what it is. Right. I can like throw away the other stuff. But, uh, when I was stoned or like drunk or whatever it was, like I would spend a lot of time like second guessing what I was doing. Right. Not, Not necessarily like making things like, like being critical of myself and, I don't know. Whatever. I've been like, <laughs> and it's like it's whatever. No, whatever. No, I mean, I think it's just interesting that, like, I mean, everyone is going through an experience that none of us have been through before, and um, uh, just the idea of s- uh, sobriety during this time, um, I think it's interesting. I've been more sober during this time than I ever have without being sober, but it's like, I don't drink or whatever. And it's just, I've been really trying to be in this time and like, be like, you're fixing your fucking self now. So you never have to worry about yourself later, like use this time. So it's just, I just think it's cool that, uh, that you're sober. Um, or just, just to hear how people are dealing with it without like checking out. Um, it's cool to me. Yeah. No, I think you're sorry, but you are like spiritual doesn't have to be other things. I think your creative process is godly. You're God. I'm creatively spiritual, but I'm not religious. 
I should, I'm not religious. Yeah. You know, cause a lot of the, the sobriety stuff is like, you know, they talk about higher powers and all this stuff. And I'm just like, uh, I'm not against it. I'm pro, I'm pro whatever anyone wants to do. And I'm pro the idea that there's things that I don't know in the universe. Yeah. But I personally, like the more I think about that stuff, the more I go, I become, I go into these like existential loops that don't, they're not like productive for me. Okay. That's really interesting. I think, yeah, that's really interesting. I don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy being like, I think I feel something, you know what I mean? (laughs) Cause I don't. I really don't. Yeah. No, that's interesting you say that. I'm here with Little Ghost is in my, we've been living together in a pod, uh, as it's now known. We're not oh, just cool. living together, we're a pod. Um, nice. But I realize most of, or it's like 60% of my life is based on layers that don't exist. Like being like, that room is haunted. Like, I don't yeah, like that yeah. room. And it's like, Maybe there's an energy in that room. Maybe I just remember something about that room. Maybe there's nothing at all. But I do have all of these layers that either exist in, you know, in any way, or I'm just like uh, a crazy person, which I also know I am. But it's like, (laughs) I understand that I can't separate it. Like, I like it, I guess. I guess I like it. I guess I... Or maybe I'm well, just. You said, you said something that really resonated with me at one point, which was <laughs> you were like, you were saying that you know when people don't believe in ghosts and whatever mummies or whatever shit you want to believe in <laughs> vampires, whatever you know, UFOs. I should UFOs. Are yeah, real. let's not. Lump UFOs in. and ghosts. UFOs and ghosts. You don't were be like, mean to mummies. They're I'm obviously real. <laughs> okay, okay. But when you were saying this, you were like. Why not believe in it? Isn't it more interesting to believe in these things? And I agree. And I agree with that sentiment. And I think that like, and and when I talk, and I'm just ha- I'm on a this week I'm I'm anti spirituality. Next week I'm pro spiritual. You know, you caught me a weird time, but it's like <laughs> I agree that it's like it's more fun to think that way. And I still think that way. Sometimes I'm like, oh my god, like me running into this person is fate. Instead right. of coincidence, like you can decide you, you wh- whatever mood you're in, you can decide whatever it is. But exactly. Some, sometimes when I'm like trying, I'm looking for it. I'm just like, it's not there. And I, and I'm in acceptance of that. Cause like, I think like, like the other day I, I, I told this story to someone cause I thought it was funny, but the other day I was like <laughs> having this like really intense, like, you know, inner monologue and thinking about my life. And then like, I felt the sunshine on my skin and I was like, Oh my God, this is, this is God or the universe. (laughs) And I was like, no, it's, it's just sunshine. You know what I mean? I just walked into some sunshine and that's okay. You know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting that you say, um, uh, it's like existential because there is times when, the idea, and I bet we've talked about this before, but there isn't like a way that makes me feel more comfortable. Like it doesn't make me feel more comfortable to think that we're reincarnated. Like I don't want to come back to be honest. Like it just seems like it's going to get worse here. And I think, I think we're at a really good and comfortable level of futuristic, you know, like I don't know how much more technology I can handle before it starts to get too scary. And then also, if this is our only life, that kind of is scary. Too. Like, there's no winning. It's just, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just a choice. It's It makes it more fun to, like, what's going to happen next? Like, Yeah. Why? Yeah, I like the chaos of it. I feel like the chaos <laughs> is sort of comforting. Yeah. I, like, I think not knowing what's going to happen. And actually, you know, you you were talking about, before we met, you were asking me if there, I had any, uh, like, kind of ghost stories or UFO stories. And I was thinking, which goes against my anti-spiritual rambling, but I do, <laughs> I do have, like, it's not like a full-on ghost story, but, like, I had a moment. I, I knew someone who committed suicide. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's a part of it. But, like, we weren't, at that point, we weren't really friends. You know what I mean? And... 
You became friends after they died? <laughs> we were friends and then we stopped being friends. Okay. And then, uh, I see. That stuff happened and then okay. suicide happened. But I. Because uh, I was going to say, <laughs> boy, is that a story I got to hear. It was okay. psychedelic. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I came home once and like I came home. I was out. I came home and my computer was like uh, playing a song. Like my, I hadn't turned anything on. You know, I mean, I hadn't done anything and I came home to the song playing and it was called, the song was called Hopeless and the lyrics were about feeling hopeless. Uh, it was a cleaners, cleaners from Venus song. I had never heard it. And I was like, what the fuck? You know, like, why yeah. is this playing? Like, what is this? And it was some playlist that was like that person's friend who I didn't really know. Like, it was like this person's playlist who was like, my only connection to them was this person that had died. And not only that, it was like, it played that song and that was sort of it. Like it didn't keep, I think it was maybe the last song. I don't know. It was like, I walked in, listened to this song. It was over. And like, when I had that experience, I know it sounds kind of like, it's like what we're talking about, like fate or coincidence. Like in that moment, like I was like, Oh, this is that person communicating to me. And, and, and then a lot of my friends who also knew that person had similar experiences where I felt like it was like, you know, there was some sort of energy. I don't necessarily think like, and I was thinking about this before we met, was like, I don't necessarily believe in heaven or hell. Like the concept of heaven is so stupid. It's like, why, why would I want only things to be the color white? Like, it's I, that's not, silly. That's horrible. I would, I don't like the color white. Like I'm forced to just hang out in white. That's horrible. That's so weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like my heaven would be a lot different if I had to, to, you know, art direct it. It would look a lot better. What would you, okay, stop right there. <laughs> heaven art director. What would it look like? It would be more fun. You know what I mean? It would be like Chuck E. Cheese or something. We would have slides and colors like <laughs> not white and like gown. Like why would yeah. we be wearing gowns? Like, what's your color? What's it called? Your like when you choose colors for sets and stuff. Yeah, like your color theory or your your whatever your. Uh, yeah, what what's your, what colors would it be? Uh, I think all of the colors. All yeah. of the colors. and then some yeah. colors we've never seen. Like we're in, we're in heaven for God's sakes. Yeah. Like put Duh. some weird colors I've never seen before. Don't give yeah. me white. Like literally, like that's so lame. It feels like Pinterest, like Instagram, like, you know, like art, like Apple store, like all white. Like it's really seems like we got to that concept of heaven. Do you think Apple store like is trying to like be heaven esque? I've never thought of it, but yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't know. They're trying to, I think they're trying to be clean. You know, oh, but see, yeah, it doesn't seem like heaven would be clean. It seems like it would be warm. Like, yeah. And white isn't really warm. I think white is a, is a pretty lame color for heaven. <laughs> Let's That's write a letter. Personal, my personal theory. Let's write a letter. Remember when I made all those ads for heaven a year ago before I coronavirus? <laughs> Whoa, I don't know if I remember that. There <laughs> were ads? Did they hire you to do it? <laughs> I don't know what I did, but I spent a night making ads for heaven. Like, um, I'll, I'll show you them at some point. They're pretty funny, but they're like, and then there was ads for hell, like make heaven hell again. And it was all like, <laughs> evil, like all this shit, but sorry, go ahead. So yeah, I don't have, I don't really have anything else to say about the subject. This is just, I think that, yeah, I think it's, I think it's pretty silly to think that there's like a good place and a bad place and that's it. Yeah. I think that's pretty silly. Yeah. Uh, I think it's weird, but I think like, like, uh, like what I said about the song playing, like I felt like, I don't know if it was like, you know, the, it was a ghost or it like looks like Casper came into my room <laughs> and put the thing in. But I do feel like there's like, uh, you know, some like energy or something. There's some, you know, and like even talking about it sounds so stupid, but there's like some unexplainable, there's some unexplainable things about life and consciousness and like, and, and people since the beginning of time have thought about these things and wondered about these things and no one has an answer. And like, I don't know, it's cool. It's cool. Whatever you want to latch onto, I guess. Does Paskey believe in life after death? 
Uh, for the viewers, Bonnie means Pascal. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> Pascal. Pascal, I'm gonna go. I don't know, but I'm gonna go ahead and say no. <laughs> He's your best friend. You guys have never discussed what happens uh, after. You I die. think that like you. Okay, so here's a story why I say no. Okay, you guys. Okay, been- so before okay. before Trump had coronavirus, I I prayed that Trump would get coronavirus. Really? Yeah, I never pray. That's what I'm saying. Is like I'm not spiritual, but I was like, it's like. If you exist, give that guy coronavirus because fuck that guy. You know what I mean? And I told Pascal that and Pascal was like, huh, you pray? And then I was like, okay. So like, <laughs> you know, like, bullying was like, and then I was embarrassed. I was like, oh no. Like, I, I admitted that I prayed. Like, talk yeah. about like, a funny, That's like, that only happens funny. in alternative uh, punk rock communities where you are like bullied for praying but it was like it was one of you know i'm not a, i'm not a prayer i don't pray very often but sometimes when things are bad enough i'll be like you know universe please kill the president or whatever you know i have my weird ideas <laughs> that's fair i yeah. that's totally fair that was i didn't like that day i did not like it I had yeah. an opposite reaction. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I wanted him to get it. I wanted him to, you know, get a lesson, like learn. Right, but he didn't, you know? I know, I know, I know. But, you know. You have to, but I was, like, really, I cried so hard. I was so scared because I was, yeah. like, because I was, like, oh, no, all of the, and th- maybe I shouldn't admit this, but all of the people in this country that, like, didn't believe in it, I thought all of a sudden they were going to get, like, a super dose of reality and I thought it was going to be so sad. And so I was like, Oh no, half the country is going to be so sad. And then that didn't happen. And then I was even more sad, but I don't deal with like millions of people suffering that well. It's not my, not my strong point, but okay. I have a question for you. Okay. Actually, I have a pre question for my question for you. Okay. Are you doing your haircuts? No, uh, Fran cut my hair. Oh, okay. I was going to yeah. say, it looks like you've been sneaking off to the barber. No, she did a good job, right? I think uh, the bowl cut, I like, if it wasn't for, <laughs> if it wasn't for quarantine, I would maybe choose a different haircut, but uh, really? I don't know. I kind of just want like normal hair, but this oh, yeah. is the easy one. Yeah. It you really, like, all the bleach uh, grew out. Yeah, I know. Interesting. I know. I'm, I'm proud. I'm proud of that. That's how long we've been in lockdown. I bleached yeah. my hair like a week before lockdown, which shows how That's long. That's true. I saw you with bleached hair. Yeah. Oh my God. I know. Um, I'm never going to bleach my hair ever again because last time I did, uh, there was a pandemic. So I don't <laughs> yeah, totally. I know I, you definitely caused it. Yeah. I, I, I can feel definitely. it in my spirituality. Yeah. My spirituality all- also <laughs> thinks that the world revolves around my hair. So <laughs> Me, mine too. Yeah. Most people's do. It's, that's what's so weird about yeah. you not believing in it. Okay. So even though you don't believe in this stuff, I do, I do. I didn't uh, mean, to, I'm saying I'm not, I'm not very spiritual. Okay. Well, I want to ask you something as you are such a multifaceted, uh, talented, super, super duper talented in so many different ways, human being. Um, but there's also a person there underneath the saxophone God and animation God and guitar (laughs) God and friendship God, all the things you're God of. Um, there's a person. There's Sean. And I want to know if you were to make a cosmic business card to pass out and say heaven, let's say you Uh get there and this on this card is, is the true you is your, your you. What would it say? What would it say? Oh, that's like me, not what I do, but who I am. Either way. Like say, no, go ahead. Oh no, like dog lover. Okay. Um, I would say probably this is a hard question. First of all, I will say I think business cards are a little out of style because we have smartphones. I would just give you my number. <laughs> okay. That's what I would say. Okay. First but of all. For the sake of just but for the, an object. Yeah. For an the object you can hand. Yeah, I would say maybe like... uh I don't know. Like, uh, I'm thinking I have, uh, I'll just workshop some. Maybe you can help me. I think okay, my, let's first, do it. my go-to was asshole. Sean Solomon, <laughs> asshole. Uh, but, but maybe like, that's like too edgy. Maybe jokester, you know, Ooh. 
jokester. Uh, dad jokester. I like all dad jokes. That's good. Um, I knew I could count on you for some good, good stuff. Thank good you. Stuff. Yeah. Keep, keep I don't going. Know, a couple idea. more. Two couple more. more. Um, uh, I like the term artist, but that's too specific to like, but exactly. I like, I like as an umbrella term, you know what I mean? Cause it's sometimes hard. Like I recently looked at a flyer for someone that said songwriter, animator, visual artist. It, said, it listed all the things they did. I was like, just say artist, you know what right. I mean? What? Does all the wow. That's interesting because that is what you are. You make art and it's sometimes is, I don't know, with your hands. Wait, mostly it's with your hands. Wait. I don't know. I mean, everyone is, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's weird. <laughs> that didn't work. <laughs> yeah. But so. I like, like artists. Yeah. And, but you're an animator, which is like kind of sort my of. nightmare. I'm like, sort of an animator because sometimes I don't even animate. You know, sometimes I'm directing animation. Sometimes I'm art directing. Sometimes I'm storyboarding. Like. But you yeah. know how to make animation. I know how it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Animation is like, uh, I love animation. That's my, I think my favorite part of animation is that it's all the things. Yeah. You know, it's got art. It's got, uh, you know, it's got film. Yep. It's got sound. It's sure got music. Does. It's got acting. You know what I mean? It has all the things. And like, um, I was thinking recently, like, and at the same time, it's nothing until you make everything. Yeah. That's what's so scary to me. And you can do it all on your own if you really want to. I mean, it's hard. You know, normally that doesn't happen, but you can create something out of nothing. I think that's cool. Um, but yeah, I was thinking recently about like, you know, when you're in, in school and you have like six <laughs> classes, you have math class, you have science class, you have PE, you know, I can't remember English. I feel like. <laughs> I feel like when you're when you're older, when, when you're older, they're like, you have to do one thing and you have to be very good at that one thing. And I don't understand why it changed from us having to know all these things. Now we can that's only a good do point. one thing. So that's why I like, yeah, that's why I like doing all the things. I feel like I'm just, there are the different periods of school. Like I'm doing animation here, music here. And they all sort of like, uh, they like help each other. You know, if you're, yeah. if you learn how to play music, then you can score your own films. If you know how to storyboard, then you can, your animations will be better. If you know how to draw, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, writing, you know what I mean? I've been really focused on writing lately. Oh yeah. Talk but, about, talk about that. Cause and also talk about, um, like, cause you do, you do, you were saying before is that you have been producing stuff for fun and then worrying about, editing it later, which I think is a great, great way to do stuff. But can you, can you walk us through a day in the life of Sean <laughs> writing? Yeah, I don't know. Well, lately it's, I mean, now it's a lot different than what it was. Well, you know, you could even lie. No one will know, but can okay. you well, say yeah. something? <laughs> First I wake up and I do my uh, 40 push-ups and sit-ups. Really? No, I'm just uh, kidding. Sorry. That wow. Was a, that's a lie. <laughs> that's cute. Wow. That's definitely a lie. Uh, <laughs> well, I've been writing, like I said, I've been writing a lot and I'm working on like, I'm, do I'm doing these like development things, but they're like, I posted online, you know, I was like, oh, I'm developing a show for HBO yeah. Max. About a and cat and a mouse? It's about animals, but it's specific. It's specifically about a cat who is really neurotic <laughs> and like worries all the time. He's kind of based on me. And then he has a lot of different friends and enemies, but yeah, the only character that has been sort of released as his roommate is this mouse. who is vaguely No, no, the mouse is vaguely based on you and Shannon and Brian, all of my roommates I've had. Uh, he's just like a stoned mouse that actually in the, no, in a good way though. And I wrote that like, uh, I wrote that he, like, you know, he loves cults and he loves aliens. I wrote that in the thing, and he has a lot of, like, you know, useless trivia. Sorry, but that's how I wrote it. You know what that's I mean? That's fine. I better get to do a voice. If I know. We've gonna... talked about this. Yeah, I yeah. know, but I'm just, re I'm doubling down. Well, that's the thing. That's what I wanted to say is development. So, like, I posted, like, oh, I'm developing the show. Like, and this is actually, I'm actually developing two different things. Development 
means that they can say no at any moment. Like development doesn't mean that I have a show. Development means they're letting me like try out. Like I'm still like trying out. So you're auditioning. I'm auditioning, but yeah, this one is like a, but you have the costume on. Like they gave you the costume. Yeah, they gave me they're they're paying me to think about what could be the show. That's so and that's cool. Really cool. So that's been my and that's a byproduct of this project is a byproduct of lockdown because I couldn't go on tour, so I was like what do I do? Yeah. I guess I'll like write something and I wrote this thing and um But yeah, it's pretty fun. It's just and that's where I came up with this new system was like I don't have a writing partner. And I have to come up with all these ideas myself. And it's been like, it's been really hard and I like don't know what's good or bad. And actually like I've been thinking recently, it's like your, your first idea is not necessarily your best idea, especially when you're writing because your first idea, I know this is harsh to hear. That's a harsh tote, dude. Yeah. Your first (laughs) idea is sometimes uh, what you've seen before, what is expected like your first idea is, is sometimes just like the generic thing to do. Like, you know, like, like two people breaking up, for instance, in your story, the, the obvious idea would be that they would be screaming at each other, right? That's your first idea. But maybe something funnier is that like, they're having a very stoic conversation. You know what I mean? So what I do now is like, I write like, uh, I'll write 10 ideas for every, first idea. So if my first idea, oh, wow, cool. and then I'll go back and I'll go back and I'll be like, okay, what's the best one? You know what I mean? And then like, and so I have this like, cause I'm writing alone and I'm just on my computer. I just, I open up like a word document. Um, and I just write lists and then I go back and I edit them and I see which things, you know, sort cool. of. So you don't have, do you have like an arc idea for each show or the whole, whole season or how does that work? I have like, uh, I have like a, uh, for this one, I have like a vague idea cause I'm still developing it. I have a vague idea of like what each episode's arc would be like. And then, cool. and then like, uh, You're fancy. I have just a concept, you know what I mean? It's not set in stone and it's changing. And it was a part of the pitch, you know what I mean? I was like, this is how an episode will be. Because it's yeah. like, if you watch if you watch Seinfeld, for instance, like Seinfeld, they have a formula. You know, it's like Jerry is trying to outsmart a problem, and the problem outsmarts him by the end. That's really? the formula. Yeah, so Jerry's like, I don't know, like, there's one, like, uh, what's the one? There's one, yeah, there's like a lot of examples of that, but it's like, you know, like this, his date... Uh, or yeah, yeah. Kramer's girlfriend talks really low. Like so quiet? Like, just, what? Quiet? Yeah, or has quiet. a low voice. Yeah, she talks oh. really quiet. So Jerry, <laughs> Jerry's like, I'm just going to nod and say yes to everything. By the end of the episode, he has agreed to doing something he doesn't want to do. So it's like, that's always what it is. It's like, he thinks he's smarter and then right. whatever, he fails. Or, you know, I think the pilot is that way. But, uh, so yeah, I don't know. I was trying to think of like a sort of a formula and then, but lately I just, like I said, I just do these creative days where I just write stupid jokes and stupid ideas. I don't care where they go. And then yeah. I try to think of where they go later. You're really funny. Not because of what you just said, but you're a really funny guy. Like I'm excited to see your cartoon. Thanks, Bonnie. I ho- yeah. I hope I get to make it. I think you will. Thanks. Positive you. vibes. Posy vibes all the way. Can I just uh, like uh, time out for one second? Is it yeah. just like your window looks like outside and a tree from it's my like, angle? I have some stuff on the wall. Okay, because yeah. I was gonna say perfect placement for a Zoom meeting. Yeah, What's that you're drinking? What's that? This is a sparkling water. It's lemon flavored. Is that a new company? It's from Sprouts, which is my... That's your new thing? I live near a Sprouts. Wow, I've never seen you. This is a whole new thing. Can you... So you can walk there. I could. I've been doing... I'm afraid of going into the store. Oh, yeah, duh. I'm just like... I'm like not... I'm afraid of everything. So coronavirus is kind of almost helping you in a lot of ways because you can't drive. It's, yeah. it's not it's not hurting you any more than anyone else. I mean, it's helping you, I think. Well, I mean, 
psychologically now <laughs> that's true uh, i'm like totally going nuts but i always forget about that piece and i wanted to be on tour promoting the moaning album yeah you got but, i i really have to say you really got a not fair shake uh yeah on that whatever. One. i mean out of all of the terrible things happening to people like i think i'm doing pretty good uh what yeah, was the, what date did it come out it came out the day that la went on lockdown like, like the, the actual 15th? day uh, it was the 20th. The 20th. Yeah, 20th of March. So it was like, Jesus talk Christ. about like competing with news articles. Like I know. Because last, the last time we put out an album, it came out the same day as like the Breeders' new album or something. <laughs> and I was like, oh man, the Breeders, like everyone's talking about the Breeders instead of us. You know, we did tour together eventually and well deserved that they, their album was talked about more than us. But uh, talk about a bad day for press was like, everyone was like, what is this disease? This coronavirus, That's and I was like, right. so yeah, the first like week of lockdown, it was me like, you know, crying about all my tours being canceled because we had worked really hard leading up, you know, you know how it is. Like you put all this work into the album release, you book all the tours around yeah. it you do all the press around it. And yeah, and within one yeah. week, everything was canceled. Yeah. You do all the not fun stuff. And then yeah. all the fun stuff got canceled. Like, yeah, that's what I think people don't really understand about this job is if we're not like playing a show, pretty much we're doing the not fun part of our job. And, yeah. and we only get paid for the fun part of our job, which is so weird. I wish that we got paid for everything but shows, you know? Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> it's so weird. And you, I was thinking about touring recently. It's like you're sitting in a van for like eight hours a day being uncomfortable and then you move heavy stuff you do this every day and nothing else just so you can play for 30 minutes like you're spending your whole day suffering so that you have 30 minutes of fun and then maybe an extra like hour of people complimenting you or whatever, <laughs> if you're lucky you know what I mean? it's so deranged like it's a really else like it it's not cost effective to be like, uh, the only way I can really sell my product is to bring like my best friends in this thing, drive all around and like physically give it to people. It's not, yeah, it, it doesn't make the most amount of sense, but it's definitely, it's not futuristic. I'll put it that way. It's like it's the weird. least futuristic job in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I like miss it more than anything else. And it doesn't make any sense because it's so painful. And like, I don't know, because it's like what you're saying. You're like, oh, you, you know, things got better for you. It's like, well, I just did what everyone else did, which was like a lot of these businesses are like pivoting. You know what I mean? And like what you're doing with like the Patreon, it's like everyone's like scrambling to be like, what do I do now that I can't do my job? And for me, it was like start a completely new job. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, I, well, I you think, know what I mean? To some degree, like pitch, I wasn't really pitching new ideas. That you didn't often. have time. Like now you have, I didn't time. have time. Yeah. Not I've always wanted to do this. I've always wanted to do it, but now I'm like, now I'm like studying it. You know what I mean? Like I'm reading yeah. books on how oh, to that's do it. Cute. Like I'm doing all the stupid stuff that I should have done years ago. But I, uh, but yeah, as soon as the world opens up and I can go on tour, you know, I'm probably going to pick that. <laughs> yeah for yeah, sure i mean there's something to it that uh that is not in any other that is not possible without being on tour like that energy of being in a room with people that chose to be happy and excited and listen to loud music that that uh scenario is unlike any other and getting to talk to those people afterwards about like you know, in your case, music, in my case, aliens, like, yeah. is can you know, is, is, <laughs> isn't like anything else. So we're super, super lucky. Um, yeah. I feel. A, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say that the reaction is immediate. Whereas with animation or film or anything else, you have to like, you spend, by the time it comes out, you don't even care about it anymore. Yeah. And you're probably not meeting the people enjoying it. You know, like yeah. <laughs> if it's on TV, like, what are you going to do? You're going to go to everyone's house who has a TV. Yeah. Like, Did you watch my thing? But with music, it's like you play the set and then right afterwards, people are like, that was good or that was bad. Yeah. I, yeah. Maybe that's why we were drug addicts before. Cause it's like, I couldn't, I could not, I, I'm already sick of stuff that, 
and we haven't even played it yet, our new record. You know, it's like I already need a new record to play. Like, it's, yeah. I don't like waiting to see how, I don't like waiting for anything, which is bad. Yeah. You know? yeah. Do you find no, I, that being sober, you learn how to wait better? Well, no, I mean, it's funny, like, talk, you were saying, like, how I, uh, have these like 12 hour work days and it's like, I think that it's like, it's related to what you're talking about where it's like, for me, it's like, you know, I was smoking weed or drinking to like get out of my head. Cause I can't like sit still. It's the same thing with me working on stuff. You know what I mean? Like I need to be writing or drawing or playing guitar because if I sit there, you know, and everyone does, it's not specific to drug addicts. I think it's everyone, you know what I mean? Like you, people, but if you don't do drugs, you are shopping online or you're like binge watching TV. Like everyone is like trying to get out of their heads to some degree. Why? Because it's, you know, such a nightmare to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's probably like, you know, some sort of, I mean, you know, <laughs> we're the wrong people to have this conversation, but it's like, you know, it's some byproduct of like, society being like not right for humans like we're all like and there's like all these ads and shit flashing at us and we're like oh it's so hot. like i feel like uh like you know ancient civilizations were not having the same sort of anxiety that we are now. <laughs> you know yeah I, mean? I bet well i do think there is something to um that we outsource everything and so we don't do anything that keeps us connected to ourselves it's like we have to take a vacation to be ourselves or something yeah and it's like if we made our own food or whatever that takes up time and uh, you know all, all that shit and we take i don't know but i think it's funny and it's true that everyone is just trying to not be here now yeah. and that people spend so much money trying to be here now too but they aren't, uh, you yeah. know, <laughs> it's yeah. so funny. <laughs> this is why I got to get spiritual. You know what I mean? Well, maybe you just have to change what you think spiritual is. Yeah, you're right. Cause I don't think like, I don't consider myself spiritual, but yeah. I believe it, that crystals have magical powers. And if you hold them and put them under your pillow at night, like you can wake up feeling all healed as fuck. You know? Yeah. And, I get that. And like the moon <laughs> and shit. <laughs> I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I take back everything I've said so far. <laughs> you can't. This uh, is official. Shit. I know. It's recorded. I know. Do you think Mr. Maggie misses Tommy? Yeah, totally. Really? I think so. Yeah. He's like, well, he's a, lo he's a loner now. <laughs> he's a rebel. He's uh, all by himself all the time. You know, he's got a... Uh, what is it called? Single cat syndrome. It's What's a real that? thing. When really? cats don't have a friend, they're annoying. And they really? That's what I read online. He doesn't have that. He's actually pretty chill. He just sits think, around. Do you think that Tommy and him should have a play date? Yeah, I'm kind of curious. I read that cats, um, they recognize people and animals from their smell. And that if, if, if they're separated for long enough, they forget. So you like, think I Mr. Be... Maggie forgot me? No, I think he just doesn't know. He doesn't recognize your new smell. You know what I mean? I do smell. This place where I am smells different. It probably for smells sure. better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> I do miss sitting outside and watching the sun go down. And I feel like the avocado tree must be popping off right now. I know. That's pretty exciting for who's ever there. Holy crap. That was, um, that's a historic home. Sure is. Yeah. Well, we should have a fun animal and human reunion um, as soon as we're allowed. Um, I agree. Is there anything else you would like to um, maybe since you don't pray, is there something you want to tell uh, the listeners here to pray for for I do you? Pray. I do pray. Okay. It's rare. Uh, okay. Is there anything that you would like to announce or opposite well, announce? Let's pray that the vaccines and everything get us so we can play shows again. Yeah. And then me and Bonnie specifically can hang out. I also wanted to state that death Valley girls is my favorite band. <laughs> it's not. It is <laughs> out of all the band, out of all the bands and the people, you know what I have, I will say this is my last thing is with bands. I, the, the music is, 
even though like, cause I, li- you know, I think you, you think that I don't listen to rock and roll and whatever. You think <laughs> I listen to this eclectic artsy shit, but I will say that, um, like for instance, like, like Nirvana, I think is a really cool band. Do it's I rock listen, and roll band? Do I listen to Nirvana? No. Do I think that they're one of the best bands ever? Yes. Because it's, it's like conceptually the whole thing, you know, the three piece, the tortured rock star. Like, I think it's so cool. Death Rally Girls is the same thing. You guys are my favorite, one of my favorite bands because it's, you have a, you have a vision and you guys are realizing it and you stick to it. And you know, you, you guys know exactly what you're doing. Oh, I, really, I love you. I love you too, Bonnie. Thanks for taking the time to just compliment my bands. But yeah. I, I do just kind of feel like I don't believe you. You I know, do well, listen to Nirvana. I do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> you Sometimes, do. you know what I mean? I don't believe that you don't the B-side, listen to Nirvana. So, you know, I'm a little sick of uh, come as you are, I would say. It smells <laughs> like some spirit. I don't know if I ever need to listen to that ever again. <laughs> That's cool. You should hang out with Larry. Social I know, media. I miss Larry. I texted Larry the other day. Oh, really? That's yeah. cute. Larry's one of my favorite members of your band. I, I'm not really allowed to say that. Uh, you but are. He's one, of my, he's one of my favorite musicians. What a nice guy. Such a good guy. He's, he's a legend. You know what I mean? Yeah. He needs a documentary or a book. I don't know why they're giving it all to his sister. He's such a cool guy. <laughs> Maybe we can make the uh, cartoon. Yeah. Uh, put him on celluloid? Is What do they say if you put it on animation? I don't know. I've never heard this before, but I believe you. <laughs> okay. Well, Sean, I love you. I miss you. I love you. I miss you. Tell Mr. Maggie and Fran hi. I will. And Thanks for having I, me. Yeah, let's hang out. Um, yes. In some way. Somewhere. Yes, let's do it. Okay, I love okay. you. I love you. I think we did good. I think this podcast was going to go viral. I think so, too. I'm going to stop it now. Uh, Don't go.